And we are back, and we are the, the Run, Run Duo. Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. What's up, guys? And I am India Cook. Welcome out to Run Social Expo. We are so excited to be here today. We have a good lineup for you and for our people that will be listening to this podcast afterwards. We're recording this. Y'all will hear it next week, but you should be here in person if you're here in Atlanta, but that's okay. Exactly. We're going to have a good time today. So, Tommy, how are you feeling today? I'm, it's hot. You know what? It's real, <laughs> real, real hot. But before we get going too far, yes, you know whose weekend it is, right? Yes, whose weekend is it's it? It's Father's me? weekend. So <laughs> to all the dads out there, yes, happy Father's happy Day. Happy Father's Day. Yay! Y'all need to soak it up because this is it. This is all y'all get for don't, Father's don't Day. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't <laughs> you say don't that. Get anything else? That's okay. But yes, congratulations and happy Father's Day to all the fathers that are out there, the fathers that are also pushing the strollers, running these miles, doing the father children thing, and getting it in. So we're excited for that. Go a little louder for something. All right, so today we have an amazing lineup for you all. Um, we are going to be interviewing some awesome people. And if you have been following the Run Duo on our social media, which you should, the Run Duo podcast, you will see that we made a major announcement this week, and that is the Lululemon 10K race tour. We are so excited about that. And if you are in Atlanta, you should be excited as well. Lululemon is doing a race tour, and it is starting in Atlanta, Georgia on October. October 22nd, and we have two amazing people that work for Lululemon up here talking to us today. We have Mr. Marvin and Jared up here on the mic. What's what up, going what on, guys? Thank you for having us. Of course. We are super excited to have you all out today. And you know what? I think there's been some people messaging us about the race. A lot of people that have already registered for the race because registration opened on June 16th, and we are excited. What you got for us? Are you excited about the race? Tell us a little bit more about it. Uh, we're super excited. It's a, uh, yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a tour. So this is a, a multi-stop tour launching in Atlanta. Uh, you know, the insights around this were uh, the community wanting a race that was a true party, you know, mm -hmm. true celebration of, of the run community. So super excited to be partnering with all the run crews, uh, community leaders, everybody to, to bring a, a race to, to the streets of Atlanta. Yes, that is amazing, and we're excited about that, too. Now, Marvin, through this process of getting ready to launch the 10K, what's the most exciting part that you're looking forward to for this 10K that's happening here in Atlanta, first stop in Atlanta? Yeah, I think the social impact partner, um, okay. Bridge of Light, Yes, that we're bringing in, um, the programming around Bridge of Light, which you'll get to meet later on mm -hmm. this podcast. Um, it's a moment where we can bring so many influential people in the city to not only participate in this race, but have some legitimate long-term impact in the city mm -hmm. through the support of Bridge of Light. And that, that lights me up every single day. Definitely, definitely. And I think that it's, it's something that's big with our podcast and partnering with different people is that, like you said, the community aspect of it all. Even being here at Run Social, seeing all the different vendors, Lululemon and everything, just bringing people together to show that we're moving in this city, we're partnering together in this city, we're doing whatever we can to also stay healthy and just really enjoying ourselves. Jared, for you, what do you look forward to the most when it comes to the Lululemon 10K? Uh, it's the community. You know, I think seeing so many different people who I've worked with uh, mm -hmm. from, you know, prior experiences over the last 11 years in Atlanta, like all coming together, like, you know, that, that red thread where fa familiar faces start popping up. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, just the fact that we'll have so many people familiar with each other, like on a, on a true run journey beyond just 
you know, signing up and showing up on race day. Like all the all the planning and the activations and programming leading up to race day is uh, really really lighting me up. Right, definitely. Now I have had some people ask because Lululemon is not new to the race scene, right? Mm. So there was there is also the Seawees race. Now I have people ask, is that still happening? Can you give us a little tea on that? I know that we are excited about the 10K, but there also is the Seawees race that Lululemon has put on in the past. Will that still be happening? Yeah, so the Seawees is a long-running uh, half marathon. Uh, we did announce that we will be sunsetting that event. Um, yeah, we will be sunsetting that event, but that's an insight just from, you know, pandemic. You know, we really wanted to make this a moment about connection and an opportunity for us to engage with some new audiences, new cities, new communities through this tour. So, uh, you know, launching this year with two stops in Atlanta and Houston, next year to be announced uh, but yeah our plan is to keep bringing more of these experiences across the country so it's not just um, not just one city that gets to, to be a part of the fun. Nice. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So would you say that, so this is a one-time stop, right? Is that right, Marvin? This is a one-time stop. One so if done. you are in Atlanta, you technically need to run this race that's happening in October, and this one won't be happening again. So people need to sign up. If you're in Atlanta, if you're somewhere in Florida, and the Carolinas, and Alabama, Arkansas, you need to get to Atlanta because this is your shot. Yes. So for everyone, again, I'm going to announce it one more time. Registration is open for the Lululemon 10K. It is taking place here in Atlanta on October 22nd, and then it is moving on to Houston on November 13th. So if you have not registered, definitely go on over to the Lululemon page and check out Lululemon 10K Tour to be able to register. Guys, we thank you so much Thanks for, having for coming on up. Uh, Mr. Marvin just mentioned Bridge of Lights, and we are so excited. She, they are a partner with the Lululemon uh, race tour, and we want to be able to bring up Ray, a bridge of light, to get some more details. So come on up, Ray. Thank you. Thanks, guys. That one's echoing? Yeah, it's echoing. Hello, 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 Ray. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Great. Good. Hi, go ahead. How you doing today, Ray? I want uh, to... Okay. All right, so we have Ray from Bridge of Light up here. We are so excited that you are partnering with Lululemon. First of all, before we get into Bridge of Light, how are you feeling today? Uh, excited. I'm grateful for the opportunity with Lululemon. I'm looking forward to the race in October. Nice. So, of course, Bridge of Light is an organization that helps individuals kind of get themselves together. I want to hear more about it. But first of all, Ray, are you from Atlanta? Is this I where am. you're born and raised? Born and raised. Yes, what? So sure. where did you grow up? Because I'm from Atlanta as well. Tommy is not. He tries to act like it. But I'm from Atlanta as well. <laughs> I've been so 20 tell, years. 20 Come on, years? Man. He's still not yes. from Atlanta. Tw no, he's not, not from Atlanta. That's not Atlanta. Uh, this ain't Atlanta. <laughs> so tell me, Ray. College where, Park. Where, ain't college Atlanta. Park. Really? Where did you grow up um, I grew here in Atlanta? I grew up uh, Hills on 4. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta. Okay. So I can't say the same thing. I grew up in Stone Mountain and people that's say that's Atlanta. not Atlanta. Stone Mountain ain't Atlanta. You know what I mean? That that's, that's not, not Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so I will accept that you are definitely Atlanta. So you are born and raised here in Atlanta. What's been your venture up to now? Uh, 
to get to the point Where of original yes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, I started off in after undergrad in uh, education. I worked mm-hmm. at Carver High School uh, for nice. about three years right out of undergrad. Um, and from there, I kind of transitioned into tech to- technology um, and working in the nonprofit space. Nice. Okay. So we are excited definitely for you to be on. And Bridge of Light is something that I heard about. It has definitely warmed my heart to find out about it. Tell our listeners, what is Bridge of Light and what are you all doing for the community? Yeah, definitely. So uh, Bridge of Light is a nonprofit organization. Uh, we focus on restoring dignity and hope to individuals experiencing homelessness, uh, mm-hmm. transitioning out of homelessness or at risk of experiencing homelessness. Nice. So what, I mean, why why this venture? What tugged at your hearts to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. These, this is the community and the population that I want to help. Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, I worked at Carver, um, which back then, back in, you know, 2008, 2009, wasn't the best neighborhood there. You know, it's growing now, Pittsburgh, uh, Mechanicsville, that, that side of town. Um, so I, I encounter a lot of youth that were experiencing homelessness. They were, didn't, were, were unable to eat, so they would come to school just to eat. Um, they had stress and gang-related activities at home, so they weren't sleeping, so they would come and sleep in class, weren't able to wash their clothes and those sorts of things. So between that and um, my grandmother used to have a, a church on... Uh, Auburn Avenue, so mm. we would go down Edgewood, and if you know what Edgewood is like now, yes, um, it's, it's been like that for years. Um, so it would just kind of break my heart, like why are these people laying on the concrete? Why don't they have somewhere to go? I don't understand. So mm. I kind of just like went down that rabbit hole. Of how can I help? What can I do? Um, and it was just easier for me to have a bigger impact as a nonprofit than staying in education. Okay. Definitely. So, and Bridge of Light is exact. Tell us exactly how you are connecting. What are you putting um, as the resource out for these individuals? Yeah, for sure. So, um, the main thing that we, we focus on hygiene, and we do that again to like affirm dignity and to help people like to lift their self worth and to get back on their feet. Um, so, we have a shower bus uh, where we, uh, individuals can come, get haircuts, get uh, new underwear, new clothing, take a shower, lotion, all the hygiene items, deodorant, those sorts of things, um, shoes if needed um, to take with them, right? And then from there, we started a, a laundry, a mobile laundry center. Nice. Um, okay. So instead of just throwing your clothes away, which I see a lot of that, whether they came off to a shower or if, um, you know, on the side of the road, and I'm like, yo, this is this my city too. Right. We don't need piles of clothes, um, soil clothing on the street. So let's do something to help the environment and help um, those in need by being able to wash your clothing and give it back to them. Nice. So what was the process? I mean, to have a mobile shower and laundry like how did that even go like what was that process I'm pretty sure if you for people that are not here Ray is definitely smiling because I can tell that probably was a process to set that up (laughs) tell us a little bit about what that is what did that look like for you oh for sure so it was a very long project process um the very first bus we took a an old school bus in 1988 we gutted it, uh, which that's a lot wait of Wait a minute, rust. wait. Are these like the big cheese bus? Is big that what it cheese. is? Like literally the big cheese bus? It was a big okay, cheese. Okay, yep. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thankfully, uh, we were donated that first bus, thankfully, because we did not have a lot of money starting off. Again, we're a nonprofit. Right. Um, but we went through the process with a ton of volunteers, um, gutted the bus, got rid of the rust, um, painted the inside, the outside, uh, you know, laid some subflooring. And during this time, I'm doing a lot of research with YouTube, and I went to a couple schoolie fairs because, you 
you know, that's kind of a thing now. People kind of living off the grid on buses. So that helped me learn a lot and learn what to do, what not to do. Mm -hmm. um, and from there, uh, we started building out the woodwork um, so that there would be benches and places for storage. And eventually, as we started getting a little bit more money, we were able to uh, hire um, a contractor to do the plumbing and the electrical. Right. Wow. So it sounds like that first yeah. portion was your your hands and knees and putting all oh, the yeah. hard work oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to know. What was it? What were the the look on the faces when you pulled up the first time in the bus? Yeah, they were like, "What is this?" I, I was asking, what what I'm like, this? they were probably like, "What, what is going do? on? Why are you driving a school bus?" Like, because <laughs> we blocked, we took the back windows out for privacy. Okay. Um, okay, so you couldn't really tell exactly what it is and what we're doing. You still can't just from the outside, but now it's totally different. They're like, "Oh, the bus is here. Let me get in line because I want a shower. I want some socks or underwear or something like that." Right. And so the bus, is it still a big cheese or have you all decked it out to, to have all of the logos and everything on it so it does not look like a, a school bus? Yeah, that, big cheese got to go. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that, was, that was one of the things that was most important to me is making sure, like, again, it's, it's a nice thing for you to hop onto. People associate the big cheese sometimes with, with negative things. Yes. So you want it to be positive. Um, right. It's all black. We got artwork on both sides. Um, and it's, it's cool on the inside and out. Nice. So you all drive up. Do you, how do you all kind of dictate where you're going to go? Do you all pick certain days during the week or what does that look like as far as your process? Yeah. So we have a couple set days. So every Thursday we go out um, and every other Thursday we're at a specific location, like right downtown and okay. there's a place that feeds. So we go and we pull up and do showers right outside of there. Um, on Tuesdays, we usually do work with our kids. So whether it's KIPP and Atlanta um, public schools or down in Jonesboro, we'll connect with them. We either do dignity cuts or like we just did a, a summer program for, for reading, um, you know, to help their education over the summer. Um, and on the weekends, we'll ride around maybe downtown, Lindbergh, Westside. Just really depends on where the people are as they tend to migrate. Um, we just try to go where they are so we can help them. Nice. And I'm pretty sure it's kind of one of those things I could only imagine for individuals that are needing that assistance, some reluctancy, right? Like yeah. they're, um, and it may, the reluctancy may not come from just being unsure, who, first of all, being unsure about who you all are and coming into this space, this enclosed space per se, right? right? But also, I understand that there are some people that may be, in lack of better words, embarrassed to have to receive the service. So tell me about like when an individual comes up to you guys, I'm pretty sure y'all have the most welcoming people that For are sure. there to explain have to too. them. Is that something that you all as an organization make sure that you're training your people that are helping you to do that? Yes, we wanna make sure that we treat them as humans just as we are because on any, any given day, one we are, a lot of people are one or two paychecks away from being all, without yeah, a home as like, well, yes, especially sure. now. Like, mm -hmm. the rent here is crazy, inflation, everything else. Yeah. Um, so we treat them with love, with kindness. Um, we're gentle. If we if if there is a situation where we may want to take a picture, we ask for permission. Um, but otherwise, we try to be as discreet as possible. Um, we, you know, keep their stuff on an iPad, you know, share the list w within our team and kind of provide the needs that uh, they're, they're asking for. That's awesome. Listen. That's amazing. Um, Thank you. I mean, what what do you have any future plans like to broaden beyond the bus or more buses, that sort of thing? Yeah, definitely. So we just uh, finished our third mobile resource center, which is a trailer, um, which allows wow. us to shower three people at once instead of just one. Um, so we're looking. We need a, a truck to pull that on a regular basis um, to pull that and a bigger water tank. Um, and from there, we want to get a building where we can house all of our stuff, all of um, you know our mobile resource center 
centers. Uh, I'm, yeah, and um, have like a closet, a place for a PO box, because a lot of one of the barriers in them kind of getting housing or getting benefits is they don't have an ID. But if you don't have mm. somewhere for them to mail it to, how are you supposed to obtain that ID, right? right. So a place that eliminates those barriers and eventually um, within that place as well have a, a laundromat, shower, and have um, some individual and group therapy sessions there to help them. That's awesome. You know, I will say that that is amazing. I used to work in social work, and I know that uh, yes. in Atlanta, uh, some of the shelters that have been around for a long time are no longer there, yeah. right? Like, yeah. unfortunately, they're transitioning things. And it is also unfortunate that they're transitioning, closing some of those shelters and putting up let's say condos, right? right? You know what I mean? It's right. one of those things where things are just being knocked down to make money, but it's like those people are just being moved further out and yeah. they're still not receiving the resources. Yeah. And because of that, Atlanta's not because of that, but Atlanta is continuing to be a place where things are more expensive. And right. like you mentioned, rent is just more expensive. And I just want to say thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. For yes. putting your time in, your effort in to really just have something of this nature to be able to give back to the community. And also, like you said, treat these individuals as they are. They yes. are humans. Yes. And all of us and a lot of people here today that are listening to us, you never know. It could be one paycheck away You're from right. being in the same situation, For sure. um, regardless of what it is. So definitely so amazing. Thank you. And I think a lot of people don't understand, like you said, it's, these, these aren't people that without a job. They may have a job, and like you Some, said. A lot of them do, yeah. to be honest. That's, yeah. a, that's a myth. A lot yeah. of, there, there are a lot of myths that are going out around there. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think the age range probably would surprise a lot of people because I think most people think of older. Mm-hmm. It's really not. We have a lot of youth, younger. younger people that right. are definitely um, on the verge or actually homeless. Yes, yeah, for definitely. sure. So Especially. is it that you're seeing mostly youth or what is kind of the age range that you feel like you're servicing? Anywhere from 17 to maybe 70, right? Yeah. Because of the pandemic um, and the other things that we discussed, people may have been working, you know, as a chef. I know I've met some people in the that industry and okay, as soon as things industry. happened yeah they were they were cut um and they all you know automatically fell behind yeah right? and there are people that are getting back on their feet but of course that's why we show up to shower and to help them because you can't go to work funky right right or you can't you gotta have good hygiene to be in a building and or you can't just go get an interview, right? No. Like if you are, think about the times where you are trying to get yourself back on the feet and you just have a little bit, yes, right? Uh-huh. Like you can't go into an interview in a disheveled way and right. expect to get it depending upon obviously the industry that you're going into. Right. But that's even huge. So yeah. I think that even if they are able to receive your services for a day, for that day that they have an event or an interview or something of that nature is really big. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And are you seeing gender wise, are you seeing predominantly women, men, or you feel like it's a good mix? I would say that maybe it's about 65 to 70% men. Okay. Yep. Okay. I just, I definitely give my heart out to you. Is there any other myths that you feel like you want to dispel when it comes to the homeless population? Yeah, definitely. I think most people think that people are experiencing homelessness because they are on drugs or using, and that's not true. The biggest issue and barrier to homelessness is 
affordable housing, right? Mm. So if you're working, like those people I was just talking about, um, you're going to work and you're still making eight dollars, ten dollars an hour. Well, you go to somewhere to, to, that wants rent, they want three times the rent, right? right? How can you qualify for that? Right. Or they want you know you to pay to, you know for two months up front. How are you going to be able to qualify for that? Right. And eat and take care of yourself. So that that's one of the biggest myths. Everybody is not on drugs or drinking. Right. And a lot of times when it comes to obtaining housing, not only are they asking for two to three times the rent, they want that previous paycheck. They yep. want all of these things yep. that you may not have at the time. Exactly. So I think that that is a barrier when it comes to our our environment that does not help to assist with people that are in need. Right. So. For sure. So. Obviously, you mentioned the things that you're wanting to do yes. with Bridge of Light. Yeah. You're wanting to get some more resource centers. You're wanting to get a building. You're yes. wanting to get a truck to pull the trailer. Like, there's yeah. so many things. And I'm pretty sure you have an even bigger vision for your, for your organization. How can we help? What can we do to assist you? What can our listeners, people that are here listening to us in person, mm -hmm. what can we do to assist you all? Donate. Donate, show up for the run, uh, donate, add a little extra, tell your friends, your coworkers, your family to donate. Um, that's one of the, the biggest ways, share us out. Uh, there are a lot of people who are not aware about Bridge of Light or about the things that are going on here in Atlanta and the help that is needed. Um, and uh, come out and volunteer. Okay. We have, you can sign up online, bridgeoflightatl.org, if you want to come out and volunteer with us. Okay. And bridgeoflightatl.org, can they also donate from there? You sure can. Okay. So if you all didn't hear that, bridgeoflightatl.org make sure that you go online send in a donation yes donate please. your time i know y'all have an hour or so somewhere i know we say we don't have time but we definitely have time to give to those that are definitely in need and the other piece is don't forget when you are registering for the lululemon 10k race tour ensure that you also you have the ability to donate there as well so when you go to register it does ask you for the option to donate to the Bridge of Light. So I wanna say thank you, thank you. What else do you have for us? Um, also, if you happen to not run or you forget to you know, register or whatever, you can, it'll still be open, that link for the 10K will still be open after uh, for you to still be able to donate to Bridge of Light. Yes, and that is through um, your website as well as Lululemon, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. say it one more time for us. If you, if you don't run the 10K in Atlanta. You can still donate. There Please we go, do. on October 22nd. <laughs> if you don't run, if you don't come out to volunteer, if you may be unable, because I know, yes, we get a little busy, if you're unable to donate your time, if you have a couple dollars, whether that's a dollar, a hundred, a thousand, whatever you want to give, every little bit counts. Definitely check out Bridge of Light. Ray, it's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you as well. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thank and you. definitely go check them out, you all. This is something that we need to be able to give our resources into and continue to build up our community. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> very, very nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. So that was an amazing interview. Listen, I know sometimes I have people that come up to me and they say, well, what can I do in the community? That is an amazing option that you can definitely yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, how does she even think of that? I, I mean, don't know. That's just <laughs> outside the box thinking for sure. Yes, definitely outside the box. It's one of those things where you would never think about something like that, but it's, it's very innovative. Yeah. Like, 
yeah. whole bus of big cheese <laughs> transitions into a resource of support, which we absolutely love. So, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where we need to ensure that we're giving the love and excitement that we can to those in need. Um, so, yeah, Tommy, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You got anybody coming? I, I think we do. Oh, okay. We have a couple people coming. Oh, we got because somebody's adding chairs. I so. think somebody, Mr. Jared with Lululemon, <laughs> is helping us adding some chairs. Before we go on, because we do want to have some of our pacers that will be running and helping out with the Lululemon 10K are here in the building, and we're going to have them up on the stage talking to them a little bit about that. I want to give a huge congratulations. The Run Duo gave, the Run Duo did a giveaway with Lululemon. And we did two complimentary entries into the 10K that's taking place here in Atlanta. Did I two, win? Did you win? No, oh, I didn't. No, you ain't win. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. No, you didn't win, Tommy. You didn't win this time. <laughs> so we have Raina Duckworth as well as Carol Olick that are our winners of those 10Ks. Tess, did you say this Kara here? No. Tess felt she saw her, but that's okay. But congratulations <laughs> to both of you all. You all, they are aware that they won the 10K entry for the race. So we are excited for them and really happy that they were able to get that entry. If you have not registered, definitely go on over and do so. All right, so you ready to bring the Pacers up? Yeah, the Pacers are the most important part of a race, aren't they? You think so? Yes. I think so, too. I mean. Tess is over there whoop whooping, <laughs> too. Yes. All right, so we will welcome up. Come on up to the we stage. Got? We have Shannon with Movers and Pacers. We also have James with Atlanta Run Club that we'll be speaking to. Okay, we added someone. And we added some other faces. Come on <laughs> up here. Come on up here. Come up here. Take a seat. Take a seat. Uh-oh. I see you, James. Nice. You good? You good over there? <laughs> we got no. You can share a mic, man. Y'all can share. A, I mean, y'all can share a mic. Come yeah, on, come use on. Use the come one on, with on, the on. cover on it, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? Hey, what's going on? I'm Shannon with uh, Movers and Pacers and Social Fitness ATL. All right, Movers and Pacers and Social Fitness ATL. Uh, my name is James with Atlanta Run Club. All right. Hey, what's going on? My name is Ron. I'm Shred 415. Yes, Shred 415. All right, guys. So, I mean, are you guys like... Is this a career Pacers, or is this something you're just doing <laughs> for this race? Like, do you pace everything, or...? Yeah, I'm a full-time pacer, Monday through Friday. Now it's fine. Let me. I pace traffic. Yes. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> They're the pros. They're the pros. Okay, we hear you. Pacers. <laughs> so, of course, for our listeners or people that may not know, pacers is someone that you are running through a race and you need to stay on a particular pace. And you're like, okay, I want to finish this race. And what do you say, Shannon? You want to finish a 10K in an hour. I need to stay on a, what's the calculation? I don't even know that calculation. What's the hour pace? About seven and a half. Seven, yeah, I would say, no, yeah. No, seven, but, like between the seven and eight. Somewhere in that range. Yeah, that would be right because I finish around like 38 and I'm in the low six. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in that range. Okay. So basically, when you sign up for a race, you may say, okay, I have a goal to either do a personal record or PR, and you say, okay, how am I going to hit that time? 
These three gentlemen are going to be pacing the Lululemon 10K here in Atlanta. And they are some of the people, there's going to be other paces, pacers as well, that you may want to stick to the hip with to say, okay, I can finish this time. Shannon, do you know which page group you're running? Which one are you holding accountable? So when I first signed up, I signed up for one of the faster ones. But now I realize I'll be coming off of a marathon. So the week oh. before, I'll be in Detroit doing Detroit free press. Okay. So I'll be probably doing one of the, uh, probably like a 10-minute pace area. Okay. Normally, I wouldn't, but... My legs ain't uh, for the faster paces yet no, right that, now. That's realistic. <laughs> Coming off of you doing the marathon. Yeah, I'm doing the Detroit Coming off press. of a marathon. We, and we I'm hoping to qualify for Boston Celtics. Oh, let me give you a high five. That's new Yay. to me. I'm here for it. <laughs> Listen, we are all here for the VQs. I, I have faith. I have all the faith in you. All right, James, what you doing? Uh, well, I normally would do the 10-minute pace. So, um, <laughs> are uh, you I'll switching probably... with Shannon? Are you dropping <laughs> down? Uh, I, I think I'm gonna do the 9:30, 10 minute pace in that in that range. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. You got this. I feel like you could take Shannon's spot at like the 50, 40 minutes. Nah. You're not here for that. Nah, I okay. can't. Okay. Nah. Nah, he's not here for that. All right. What about you, Ron? What are you doing? These are the pros. They're being shy about their paces. I this think is so this too. is complete I'm with fake you. news. We are here. We are fake here. news up here. No, but I, I think I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I have a feeling I'm going to be the caboose. I'm going to be in the back <laughs> motivating the people who just need a little extra something out of this. They are trying to figure it out. Everyone goes out quick. I'm going to be in the back just going, listen, you just got to give me one more step. Okay, Left listen. foot, I'm right not... foot, let's <laughs> get it. I'm just going to be in the back hey. acting up. Hey, that's the catch you want right there. That's the one going to get you to finish line. But listen, Tommy, I don't believe him you at don't believe all. Him? <laughs> I don't believe him at all. Like, if you were here, you would see my mouth is like, what? Like, dropped open. I don't believe you at all. I want to see him do that with the Atlanta Hills. Right. Now, what I do believe (laughs) is your motivation and you're cheering people on as a pacer. Like, I feel like that is something that you're definitely going to do. You're going to give them the left foot, the right foot, the the going. Absolutely. But I feel like you might be in the the front of the pack. We'll see. We've got to see. I've got to see these other pacers first. I've got to get back in running shape. You know, not everyone's at their peak condition right now we this still got but you got there. a couple months though that's right we got a couple months to make it work you have a couple months so with in the spirit of that and i'll start with you since you already have the mic what is your energy when it comes to pacers because some pacers are let's go you got this just stick to my hip meet me at the finish line and there's some papers I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like they're like on it on 10 the whole time. What's your style? No, I like to ease in. I like to ease in. Like if, if you're going to run with a pacer, some people run with pacers. Some people pace themselves. Mm-hmm. So the people who are going to run with a pacer have already decided I need someone to hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So most people's biggest mistake in any race is they go out too quick. This is true. That's me. And then, true. Right? They go out too quick. <laughs> yeah. Adrenaline's Very running. True. The crowd is going. Yeah. They got someone waiting for them. They're ready to go. They're looking <laughs> yes. cute, right? Okay. I'm going to be that guy that goes, we're going to ease into this thing. Okay. We're going to start out. But about halfway, about halfway, okay. the switch goes off. Okay. And then we start acting up. Then okay. we start getting a little motivational. Then we start telling, talking about what you're going to do and how you're going to do and how we're going to get through it. Okay. How you're not going to leave me. Okay. Because I'm not going to leave you. Okay. You're not going to leave me. We're Listen, not going to leave each other. We're just going to get it I done. I to be at his pace group, whatever yeah, it is. But I wait mean, a minute. But let me ask you this. As a coach, though, you know what I heard? What? He going to be... 
po- positive splitting it, meaning he gonna start slow. Yeah, he gonna and then give he you. gonna pick it up, and then we gonna be concerned because it's like, what happened? Or you're gonna make them have some negative splits, which could be good, right? Like Come you start out a little mile, slow, you're crank gonna, it up. You're gonna give me everything you got. Oh, I hear you. Okay. All right, go it's ahead, James. How work. are you? <laughs> like, what's what's your what's your tactic when it comes to pacing? What do you do? I feel like personally, I like to strike up conversations like when I'm running and helping people through the run. So I'll probably like go around and try to yeah get to know people like, while I run. And I know not everybody is for that, so I'll just move on to the next person. Yeah. And um and go on, but yeah, really uh, just I think having the the motivational component and being encouraging and um you know personally I, I come from a place where like I'm. I never grew up like professionally like running at all in the in that competitive environment. So mm-hmm. um, I think there's a lot of people that just like need a lot of that encouragement coming up. So definitely, definitely. Okay, so good conversation. So if you're running with James, be ready to be running conversational pace. Okay. Be ready to have a whole conversation. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna get to yeah, know his life. Kids, by the we're time gonna talk you about get, you know where'd yeah. you go to school. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. That kind we're of gonna stuff. find out what salary he has as a pacer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're gonna learn that by the time we get done. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right, Shannon. What's up? Yeah, so for me, when it comes to running, uh, specifically with this race, would be uh, your race, your pace. Okay. Your race, your pace. Your race, okay. Your pace. Come out, have a good time. And on my Tuesday run, I, I talk about you know. Know, running at a party pace. So mm-hmm. we're going to have a good time. We're going to jam in, you know, have my phone out there playing some music out loud, getting everyone mm-hmm. hyped, getting them excited. But I'm going to let them know that, look, if you pass me, you're going to little beyond your pace. So okay. be able to maintain it. Okay. If you want to stay within this pace, probably want to stay within this party area. Okay, but some me, even splits. Okay. Even splits. Okay. But also, a lot of things what people don't realize when it comes to uh, pacing is you don't have to necessarily stay at that pace the whole race. Sometimes people think like, oh, I want to hit this, this pace. I need to say, no, mm-hmm. it needs to equal out to it. So having that balance of when to pull back, when to advance. Okay. Sometimes people go on races like, like, I have to keep the 720 the whole time. No, you, yeah. you don't. It, it needs to, you know, pace out. So really finding that comfort zone and just having a good time and having that party pace. Nice. So something that I heard from that is leave a little in tank for you to give a little extra at some point. I think I heard from that from you as well, Ron. Like leaving, having something there, be able to push it a little bit, but when it's time to really gut it, finish strong, right? Like coming across that finish line and finishing strong. There you go. You don't, you don't want the ugly finish picture. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, I had a few of those. I know exactly what so, you're talking so about. So finish strong. You, you need to save some energy for, the, for that photo because you know the tiger won't be at the end. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, what's amazing is, is you know, we, we talk a lot about community, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're all very community involved. We, we all do things in the community to bring people together. So when you're in a race and you decide to run with the pack, right, the power of the pack can get you through a lot of different things, right? And that's part of the reason why people decide to then run mm-hmm. with a pack of people because when you need that slowdown or that pickup or that extra motivation or that extra inspiration, follow somebody, stay close to somebody, the power of the group can be so much. And we know that in life, right? The yeah. power of a group of people is more, it's more powerful than people give it, a, give, give it credit for. No, I truly agree. I think that what triggered for me in my mind when you said that was obviously run groups, right? So Movers and Pacers, Atlanta Run Club, you know, Stred 415, like being able to have like run groups that you can collectively run with, not only for accountability, but they're going to push you to push your pace or make you feel like you're... You're being supported, but also pushing yourself to a place where you're, you are out of your comfort zone 
but getting to where you should be. And what I mean by that is that sometimes when we run by ourselves, we might run a little bit slower pace because we're like, okay, I'm just going to get this done. Whereas when you run with other people, it's like, all right, I got to push it. And you're like, yeah. you know what? I just did something that I never thought that I would be able to do. Exactly. And I think when you run with pacers, like you said, you w- you might run a time. You might have thought I was going to do this, but I ran with this pace group. I did this. Mm-hmm. You know, it pushed me a little bit hard. Yeah, definitely. So tell me, is it, are you all the type of people that are training to be a pacer? Like, are you like, okay, let me train to make sure that I can hit these times right? Because I, I believe that all of you all have it in you to go a little bit faster, right? Maybe faster than your pace group. Because usually when you pace, you go, you do a, a time that's a little bit less or more than you what you would typically easily. do. Pretty easily. Yeah. You want to do it easily. Is it something that y'all are kind of training yourselves to kind of back off a little bit? Because I believe that sometimes when we run, sometimes when we hold back a little bit, it can be harder than just going out at your regular pl- place. Even not if not physically, mentally, I'm sure it's harder sometimes to hold back. Mm-hmm. What's that look like for y'all? Um, so for me, knowing that I'll be running um, at a pace I don't normally run at. Yeah, because you'll be, what, like three or four minutes slower than your usual pace. Correct. So mm-hmm. for me, it's going to be being mindful that, Shannon, you're not doing one of your, your regular runs. And it's going to help because even in my current runs, I'm focusing on slowing down. Because uh, I used to have, like, two speeds, stop and go. Okay, two <laughs> speeds, stop and go. So uh, No gears for Shannon. Yeah, so, so really being mindful <laughs> that, you know, keep the pace, you know, keep the folks motivated and, and don't go ahead too much. But I'm definitely going to challenge my uh, folks in my uh, pace group. Okay. What about you, James? What you doing? I think I think it depends on, on the context for me. Like, if, if I feel like somebody needs like that serious pacing to and I just get that vibe they're just in their zone Mm -hmm. Um, whether they have like competitive inspirations or something uh, I probably I probably like be more on the dot and and make sure that I'm prepared to like do that but at the end of the day I think pacing to me like I see it as a way to also pace like just the energy and the spirit to like Mm -hmm. keep going type of thing right Um, so I'm probably I probably don't like pace down to the uh, like the minute and second as much as uh, some other people might. I mean, the most I do is look at my Strava or, or watch and, and kind of just make sure, right. call it out every now and then. But yeah, um, yeah there's just always this bigger like uh, desire for me in my end to just kind of pace people's like morale to the, the finish line. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So I know that you are one of the, the founders or the founder of Atlanta Run Club. What does that look like from now until October as far as people coming out to your run club to kind of get ready? Are you all helping to get them ready for this 10K? Tell us about that. Yeah, so we're currently strategizing right now across our, like, weekly runs. And, uh, you know, uh, Lululemon has been, like, such a a big part of our journey, like, since we really started, like, in the earlier years. So um, trying to figure out a way to just make this specific 10K moment, like, special for everybody in the community. Um, and still like working through it, but yes, there will definitely be a space for us to like use our current like run experiences and kind of like funnel it into this. We want you to be ready, uh, not just in a, in a competitive standpoint, but just have familiarity with the the brand as well and in the community. So nice. And what about you, Shannon? What are you all doing over at Movers and Pacers? Um, so with Moves and Paces, uh, we're being intentional with our runs, uh, encouraging uh, individuals to go to uh, 
different other run groups. Like, for example, uh, Land and Run Club on Thursdays, they do a, a track workout, mm-hmm. which is great for those who are trying to do 10Ks, half marathons. So knowing that we don't necessarily offer that aspect, we say, like, hey, if you're really looking to improve in your running, you have ARC, you have uh, Track Tuesday, you have other uh, opp- opportunities to do that because in movers and paces, we don't necessarily, I don't want to say we don't have those type of runners, but most of our runners are more of the, the casual, I'm just coming for a good time, I want to get some good miles in, I want to live the fit life. Like me and Tommy, right. got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you have... Got it, okay. But then within the organization, you also have some runners like my, myself and a few others who are r- very active in races and everything, so uh, we just say, look, find your tribe and vibe. Okay. Yes, I'm here for it. And what about you all, Ron? Over at Shred. What are y'all doing over there? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're a fitness studio, right? And so we do a lot of interval training on treadmills. Okay. Uh-oh. So it's actually a perfect way to train for a race like it this. It is amazing. Because, you need that. you know, that. heart rate up, heart rate down. Yes. You figure the thing out. So what's great about this for us is that, you know, I was joking with some folks before. We're up in Alpharetta, so we're like the north, right? Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you like Game of Thrones. Like, I'm a Game of Thrones. Like, okay. we the north. Like, I'm buying some shirts. The okay. north is coming to the downtown ATL, okay? okay? So I, I'm, we're, we're going to do some special classes. We're going to do some special training classes. And I'm also going to start leading again the Lululemon Run Club out of the Greenway up in oh, I love Alpharetta, the Milton, coming. We're going to get this thing. Listen, the North is coming, ATL. Y'all better get ready because we a different breed. Come, come on now. Let me come tell on. you something. Okay, I'm John all Snow. about the branching okay. out. <laughs> King <laughs> of the North. Would you say Tommy? I get that. But I'm all about the branching out because at the end of the day, yes, a lot of the races are in the city, but there's love up North. That's right. You know, there's love up North and we need to give it. And I think that, you know, having a Interval training is something that's really needed. I know that you all also do um, some things with like yoga and fitness and weightlifting. Like all of that is needed when it comes to running. It's not just Definitely. running the long distance. It's other things to kind of mix it up. Yep. So cross training is the way to go. Cross training is the way to go. Cross training and strength training. I know those are two words that sometimes runners are like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, you need it. You need it. You need yeah. it. I tell you, every single person I know that's run a race and then decided to do something extra, to work on their core, to do some interval, some HIIT training, their next race, they do better. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, they're stronger. It's like, you're overall stronger. stronger yep. And it helps to prevent in, prevent injury. It helps you to be stronger. It helps you to power through these Atlanta hills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone that's listening, like somebody who's just getting into runs, is like, so I got to do more than just run? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. But, yeah, it definitely helps. What's Mixed amazing, though, is that you can actually run less miles. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And still perform be just as well or better by being stronger in other areas. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think that's a myth that people really need to understand. You don't have to, for a 10K, you don't have to crank out 15-mile runs for the sake of running. You know, you get to seven, eight miles doing good, you can pump out the last two when you got someone screaming at you the whole way. It's all about consistency. It's all about consistency. That's so true. You are absolutely right. So as we close this section out of this podcast, Ron, tell us what motivates you. What is something that you want to give to our listeners to motivate them to get ready for this Lululemon 10K? What do you want to tell them? You know, we've all experienced a lot of things over the last couple of years. Some of us stayed active. Some of us didn't. Some of us have been through a number of trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. There is a power to community and there is a power to pushing yourself beyond something that you might think you can or cannot do. So whether you've run a race before or you haven't, this is a wonderful time with a great brand and a great group of people to hit the pavement 
in the spirit of community and do something special for you and your family. And if you can do that, that's what gets me up. That's what inspires me is creating a better version of each and every person every single day, Mm -hmm. if you can. And if you're blessed to be able to do it, man... I am here to help you get there. Listen, yeah. I need this all the time, yeah. like every day. Like, what, what is so happening? Listen to him. Somebody <laughs> check his hand because he's reading that from something. He did. He did yeah, cards or something. We need, can he roll that back? We should have, like, we need to, like, make sure that that little snippet of the podcast is elevated to everybody because exactly. we need that. We're here thank for you, thank it. Thank you for that. James, I'm sorry. You gonna follow back up after that? Give us what you got. I I was so zoned <laughs> into what he was saying. Yeah, I don't. I, like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have anything to say. Yeah, like, you're mesmerized I, I by the words. <laughs> he spoke for the for the panel. Yes, he did. He did. You know what? Well, we'll leave it at that. We, we, we helped him write that. We had, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am really excited about that. Well, thank you all so much. I know that. So, again, James, Atlanta Run Club, Ron, Shred 415. We got Movers and Pacers and Social Fitness ATL up here as well with Shannon. We do have two of our individuals that run with these run groups. We have Mike and Adrian up in the crowd. We have Mike and Adrian here. We're going to have them to come on up and uh, talk to us about the experience, of course, with Thanks, running guys. with these run crews and what they're looking forward to the most when it Thank comes you, to you, running the Lululemon 10K. So come on up. What's going on? What's going on? Hello. You know, it's so funny. I get to meet you in person. We're all on social media and stuff. Nice to meet you. What's going on, Mike? <laughs> How are you all today? Good. Doing good? Doing good? Awesome. So we have Adrian. I've seen you running with Movers and Pacers. I've seen you running with Lace Up Fitness. I've seen you all over the place doing different runs, um, Atlanta Run Club, and doing your thing. And you are also ambassador with Lululemon. So congratulations. Are you super excited? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I've been having a great time so far. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) And what about you, Mike? What you got going on over there? I think I feel like I heard you talk about you or about your training for a marathon. I think a birdie told me that. A birdie. I, um, I, I guess, yeah. There's a lot of people talking about me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we'll take ta- that. Mike, are they talking behind your back? Because that's what you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, talking I, about I, me, I, man. I, 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 mean, I might be the celebrity in the running community. Oh, <laughs> is that what it is? A birdie told me that. A birdie told me that. It wasn't me. You, 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 wow. Uh, no, um, what's it called? I, I'm training for Berlin. Um, oh, wow. I'm okay. to Berlin for the Berlin Marathon. And then right after Berlin, I'm going to, like, take a small vacation out in Europe. Never been there. And then right when I come back to the States, I'm heading to Chicago for the Chicago Marathon. Oh, wow. And then after that, you thought it was going to be over. It's not. It's not over. I I want it to be over. (laughs) You're going to want it to be over. Um, We we have a friend that runs with ARC. He recently moved back to Philly. Okay. He's he's doing the Philly Marathon. Mm. And that race is going to mean so much for him Mm -hmm. because he's dedicating it to his father. Wow. And it's just like a part of me, like, Ever since he came to Atlanta, he really attached himself to ARC, and it really helped him through the process. So part of me feels like I want to be out there with you. Right. Yeah. If, if I got to do three marathons back to back, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. There you go. So we'll see. That one's kind of like a maybe, but like I do want to be there for him. But I'm pretty sure you'll at least be out there even if you don't run the full marathon. You'll you'll be out there to support him. Is that right? Oh, if I see him walking, I'm going to be there. Okay. <laughs> My hand will be Let at his back. Let me push you along because you got this. Yes. Um, so, Ambassador, <laughs> talk about that a little bit. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah, you go. Moving to the mic just <laughs> a little bit. There you go. 
Yeah, so I became an ambassador at the beginning of June. Um, so I, I'm originally from Wisconsin, moved to Atlanta, and basically the community that I built has been around the fitness um, world, joining run clubs and going to different gyms. And so when I was offered the ambassadorship, it was kind of like this eye opener of like, wow, you have like built a huge community and made so many connections that, you know, someone wants to connect with you and, and they love what you're doing. And, you know, I think when you are in this space, it's so easy to like get consumed or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it felt good to know, like, I've kind of been just doing my own thing and like people have seen me. So Oh, that's what it's all about, girl. <laughs> Listen, I tell people all the time, whether you realize it or not, somebody watching. Always. Like, keep doing your thing. And not even in a way that we were, like, playing with Mike, but just literally, <laughs> Mike, both of you all are doing great things. But there's always someone watching, and you never know. There's always someone that you're motivating, even if you don't know or realize it or if they don't come up to you and tell you. Just posting that one picture that's like, hey, I'm doing this. I posted this run. Or even when you're posting, it's like, today was a hard day. Today was a hard, long run. Mike be posting about his track work workouts and how they be hot and he be gutted out there <laughs> but you're motivating people so I'm glad that you obviously got the recognition that you deserve and it's going to be great for you, Thank you. definitely you're and like like you said Mike posting about the hot runs mm -hmm. dude that gets me up when I see somebody like I'm like I don't feel like doing this today and then I'll look and somebody's already out doing it Okay, yeah, I, I, I got to do this. But let so. me tell y'all something. When Mike runs in the heat and he's like, oh, it's so hot, and you see him finish his run, it's like, are we under the same heat? Right. <laughs> like, I can't tell. Right. Are we under the same heat? Mike, Mike is bred differently, right? Right. Like, this is a different, like, you are not experiencing what I'm experiencing right now. Facts. No, what I've learned from racing is anytime I see a camera, you just pull it together. You have so to. Now I take that. It, whenever I see someone, I just pull it together yes. real quick. Yes. When I turn the corner, I'm breaking down. Listen, do you let do me the, tell you. The pre-finished trot, like you slow down a little bit before the finish. Like, okay, let me get it all together because yeah. I know it's going to be a camera at the 100%. finish line. So yes. I got to be ready. Yes. And those, uh, those marathon photos are not cheap. Right. So, not. so you need to make it worthwhile, exactly. right? I, I will sacrifice my time so I can get a good photo for my mom. Yes. Yes. For sure. <laughs> But the thing about it, too, is that I think I'm like you. I'm like, okay, even if I'm running and I see a group of people, especially if I see kids, I'm like, let me pick it up a little bit. Let me be an inspiration. Let me pick it up. So so seeing a group of people and also seeing cameras gives you a little extra step into, into what you're doing. Speaking of kids, like the coolest thing on our track workouts every Thursday, they mm -hmm. have like a children's track team. Oh, wow. And like all of them, are, it's probably like six or seven. Uh-huh. At age, but there's probably like 20, 30 of them out there. Wow. And when we run by, they're nice enough to give us one lane. And when we run by, they, they tell us, keep going, keep going, push, Aww. push, push, push. <laughs> and like, we look at these kids and we're, we, we give them the same respect. When they're running, we're like, come on, come on, come on, right. come on, you got this, you got this. <laughs> and it's so crazy to see, like, this might be the future of running in Atlanta. Right. Wow. Right. Exactly. It is. Mm -hmm. I think it is. I think sometimes I, I look at uh, Tommy has a son and he's always running around. Like <laughs> literally, I feel like he doesn't walk anywhere. He always <laughs> runs. And it's kind of one of those things, like you said, like this is going to be our future when we are. Our bones might allow and might not allow <laughs> us to move like we want to move. These little ones that are out here running around, even Jared's kids are here today and just seeing them run around and do their thing. If they see us doing it and they are exposed to us running, whether that be a track workout, long distance, whatever it is, or just motivating, it'll help them mm -hmm. to say, hey, this is a sport. This is something that you are able to do. 
this is something that is, I don't like to say free or cheap because y'all all know that running is not, <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> but it's something that you can do um, until you get into the racing and all that stuff. But it's something that you can do for a less expense. And it also helps with your mental health, your physical health. And obviously, like all of us up here, it has helped us to combine community, being social and accountability in our everyday things. So, yes, yes, I, I just piggyback on what what uh, India said just then. <laughs> India just comes up with all these things. It's like I have nothing else I can add to that. So <laughs> I go, yeah. <laughs> what she just said. What, what she, she said. just said. So Adrian, tell me. So I know that um, you do run with. Atlanta, Atlanta Run Club, Movers and Pacers, and a couple other things in the Atlanta running community. What was your first step into it? Tell me, do you remember the first day that you decided to say, I'm going to go to a run group? Do you remember what that was? Oh, my gosh. And let me hold on. Before you answer that, my first entry into Atlanta um, running community was Movers and Pacers. Oh, wow. Way back in the day in 2014. Was it 2014, 2015? One of those. But it was my first entry. I was nervous. I was concerned. I did. I felt like I was not going to, uh, I was going to be left behind was like my biggest thing. Was I going to be left behind? Uh, was there going to be a, someone out there that would like make sure that I wasn't last? Was I going to get picked on for my pace? Like these are the things that were going through my mind. But once I got there, it was a totally different experience. Everybody was welcoming, loving. I was not left behind. There was a little, the little hand tunnel that everybody does, you know, that you all do at the end of the run. What was your experience of your first time going out to the run club? So I think my experience was very similar to yours. Okay. Um, but my thing was I prepared because I was like, these people are not going to dust me. I'm not going <laughs> to okay. be walking. Like, so I probably, I, I downloaded the app, um, Couch to 5K. Okay. And I did that probably for about two months. Okay. And then I was like, oh, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. So mm -hmm. I went out to a run um, and everyone greeted me. Everyone was super nice. And... I think I went out and I like I did way too much and I was okay. like okay I'm gonna have to walk a little bit but when I got back everyone was there yes and they were like, waited okay. on you right yeah they waited it feels and so, so good. Every, I was like you know I could have been down here the entire time you know mm -hmm. everyone was super nice super accommodating and I think it was like one of the first times with me having just moved here where I felt like okay like these are people who I can really connect with and who I think um, like will have my back mm -hmm. you know. They're your family now, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 And yeah. what about you, Mike? What was your what was your entry? Um, my entry in the running community, I wasn't running um, too much before I started going to group runs, but uh, I started with Movers and Pacers also. Mm -hmm. And my take on it was, um, you know, sometimes when you, like, go to a party, but you don't really know anyone. Yes. Like, you got you to gotta force yourself to talk to <laughs> yes. people. It's so awkward. It's very awkward. But I hey, hey, I might. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to get better at that. Okay. So I was like, I think a good place to start is somewhere where I feel comfortable. And yeah. that's like, I'm a decent runner. So mm -hmm. I was like, this is like my intro to getting better at that. Okay. And then once I came, it's just like, oh, this is cool. Like, I can do this. And it's like talking to people and like, because we all, we're all here because of the same thing we just like to run right so it's like easy to talk to people and like translating that to like showing up at like art events showing up at these parties and stuff in atlanta atlanta has so much going on mm -hmm. and now being able to be more comfortable and talking to other people definitely yeah and i mean i i my entry into the run community of atlanta was a run group as well black men run but same thing they were very welcoming hey how you doing what's your name mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing and I have been to some run groups where it's not like that, mm -hmm. where they kind of all in a huddle mm -hmm. looking at you. <laughs> Let's see what he can do. 
right. and then they take off. <laughs> you right. know, so I've, I've have experienced that as well. And you know, I don't fault those run groups if they're that, if they're if they're a click and they just like running together. I have no problem with you. I'm just not coming back. Basically, right. kind of thing. Right. But you know what's so funny is that I think that a lot of people feel like run groups are clickish, right? Like we're the in crowd, right? Like we can go to a run group and we know at least five people, right? Mm-hmm. When right. we go there. But I feel like once you go, you're a part of it, too. Like, you're a family, too. Even though whatever it may look like on social media, that we're all friends and we only know Mm -hmm. these people, it's very welcoming when you physically go. So I'll tell anybody that is out there thinking about going to a run group, definitely do it. If you need to connect with one of us, anybody that has come up on this podcast, if you need to connect with any of us on social media, listen, I'll meet you at a run group and say, hey, let me introduce you to some people if you're concerned about being able to do it but it definitely is a family and it's so worth it mm-hmm. yes i agree yeah so are you all you all are going to be pacing the 10 um lululemon 10k that is happening here on october 22nd i don't know if y'all hear me i keep plugging it if y'all haven't registered <laughs> go register the lululemon 10k that I'm is taking place i'm looking at snacks in the i'm um, looking at you i'm looking at snacks i'm looking at <laughs> cj i'm looking at sydney i'm looking at these people i want to make sure y'all register i i you okay? Sydney says she's on it. Okay. Sydney says she's on. I know okay. Tess is on it. Tess gonna be pacing too. But I'm looking at y'all. I'm calling y'all out because on October 22nd, I want to see y'all at the race. Um, but you all are going to be pacing. Adrian, are you excited? Do you know what pace group you're gonna be pacing with, and what does that look like for you? I am so excited, but also nervous. I've okay. never paced before. Okay. Um, and so we're gonna see how it goes. <laughs> we're gonna see how it goes. Uh, I. I I think I went with one of the lower, um, well, I guess higher time times. cases, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't want to sign up for a 10 minute mile or a nine minute mile and then be, y'all be looking at me like, they pacing <laughs> where you, you at girl? They pacing <laughs> you. They're like, <laughs> they so, like come on. Me. You're supposed to be up here. <laughs> we are behind pace. Right, let me underestimate. And that's what you should do. I that's mean, you, you that's, that's exactly what you should do as yeah. far as, you know, whatever you do pace. Make it something that you can do pretty easily. Pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You want to be like, I got this in the bag, regardless of this pace or anything a little bit faster. I can make sure that I can still exert the energy to the people that are pacing with me. So you right. did you did right. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your plan? Is your plan to you like divide it out by the miles and say, okay, we're going to hit each mile at this, or are you going to be more of start slow, finish fast? Um, I think start slow, finish fast, mm-hmm. um, because I think by the time you get to the end of the race, you're going to have that adrenaline. You're like, oh, my, I'm almost done. I'm, you know, pushing to the end. So you're automatically just going to gonna speed up. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to, you know, ease into it and go faster at the end. I got gotcha. you. I'm here for it. All right, Mike, what's up with you? Um, um, I, I, I have paced people before, yes. and it's a, it's a very fun experience. Most recently, um, me and Tunde, he's also a pacer yes. for the Lululemon 10K. Um, we helped pace one of our friends, Paige, who comes out for Atlanta Run Club, and we paced her for the Publix Half. Nice. That was a good um, race to, to pace. Exactly. It was, it was a, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a hard race, but and then it was raining. Yeah. It was they raining this year. Right. I'm sure they were. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, and, don't play. And she, she wanted to get a time that she believed that she could not get. Mm. And I told her, put that away. Yeah. Just don't, don't speak of it. Put that away. Listen okay. to me. I'm going to tell you when to get water. I'm going to tell you when to eat your gel. And yeah. just follow me. Hang on to my shirt if you need to. Oh, I'm here for and it. And she crossed the line <laughs> screaming. Oh, because she hit her time. That's wow. what's up. And, and to to see that, and I feel like even on the run clubs, 
when like you're you're helping people pace just that day yeah mm -hmm. like some sometimes you're hitting your goals by that day sometimes you're not waiting for a race and it's a very um fulfilling thing for me just to help others achieve what their their time is yeah i mean i i think probably the greatest feeling in the world one of them anyway i guess i did have a child but one of the greatest feelings of the world is hitting a time that you've been training for exactly um so i can understand her screaming at the end like mm -hmm. i can't believe it i did it i trained I for it did and this. i made it so yeah, yeah. I, I definitely understand that feeling yeah so mike i hear you so are you one of those people that's like kind of not really fussing at people as they run but let's go you got this like are you a consistent excuse me consistent motivator through the process um i would say yes like okay i'm gonna be in your ear <laughs> and i might be he was annoying like, i mean i'll say yes but i'm gonna be in your ear uh -huh. <laughs> um but like you know I, i'm if you want me to stop we can stop like yeah. i'll just stop and just we'll run i'll play i'll put my headphones back in or something and we'll, we'll get through it Okay. Um, gotcha. I, I plan on like just running like pretty even splits. Um, on the registration, I kind of put like, I'm gonna be honest, I put all the times. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I was like, hey, I just want to help out any way I can. Okay. And okay. This is gonna be like when I come back from Chicago Marathon yeah. too. So in my mind, it's like, hey, if someone really wants to run fast and I need to help them, we both go. We we go figure it out. Y'all gonna both burn up and yeah, fire, right? We, we just go figure it out when we're out there. <laughs> I'm here for it, but I think the biggest thing with uh, just hearing both of you all's stories and what your plan is and the excitement around this race is the community and the excitement that you all have with helping someone. And I think that's the biggest thing. I, I feel like there's going to be someone that is going to be, excuse me, in your pace group that already has that time picked out. Mm -hmm. That's like, okay, I'm counting on you, right? Mm -hmm. There's going to be someone that's like, I'm counting on you. There may be someone that may be their first 10K. I have a couple people that I know mm -hmm. that registered that is their first. 10k and they're like i just want to not blow up at the end and i want to get it done wow. um and you all are going to be motivating them yeah that's great i mean first 10k that's amazing mm. that is that's amazing that somebody's doing that i mean i think it's the best race to come out to for your first Delulu yeah. Yeah. 10K. i agree might as well do it so tell us what if for our listeners that are listening, since you all are pacing, you're going to be in this excitement of the Lululemon 10K um, tour ATL. What is something motivating that you want to tell our listeners before you all head out? Go ahead. Go ahead, Adrian. Come on. Motivate me. <laughs> so if you're on the fence, just come on out. There's going to be, you know, room for everyone to run, and we're just going to have a good time. Don't be pressured to, you know, run super fast, like no matter what your pace is just come and run mm -hmm. definitely they'll be we'll be out there waiting on you finishing it up we'll be excited for you what about you mike what's the motivation you got um i i think this is a really good race to sign up for um atlanta has a few 10k races but mm -hmm. not too many and um i kind of heard the, where the course is going to run mm -hmm. and i'm very familiar with the city and i was like oh this is a good one. Yes. And so I'm super excited about that. Like, I'm finally, like, a really good 10K course in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was really excited that I even asked, like, hey, do you need someone in Houston? Like, right. I don't even go to Houston. All right. <laughs> I kind of nice. said that, too. I was like, y'all need some Houston people out there. <laughs> I, get on, I get on a flight. Let's go. <laughs> I, I think for, for anyone signing up, um, you know, just just have fun with it. If you're, if you're looking for a good time, you know, definitely, like, dial down on your training. Talk to people. Um, talk to any of the pacers. I think we all are very knowledgeable or know someone very knowledgeable that can yes. help you out. 
and especially like plugging all the group runs in Atlanta, like I think really half the battle is just showing up. Yeah. Like yeah. if you have no plan, like training plan, if you just show up to these group runs, you'll you'll, you'll be, get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. Well, while you're saying a plug, go ahead and plug in for us Atlanta Rug Club schedule of group runs. Okay, so it's a lot. Um, <laughs> Give it to us. Get ready, Adrian. I'm gonna so, ask you too. Um, Atlanta Run Club. We run on Monday at Pond City Market at 6:30. We have uh, out and back on the Beltline. That's one to three mile, and then we have a city route that's five to six miles that I create all the routes for the city run. Okay. And then on Thursday we have a track workout that's catered to distance runners, um, helping for the fall like half marathons and marathons. So usually we average about six to seven miles on the track there. Uh, Cheney Stadium at 6:45, okay. and then Saturday runs where Adrian's a coach there. We're at Piedmont Park at 8 in the morning for anywhere from 1 to 5 miles. Um, and then I usually do a long route where anyone can join me. That's usually about 13 plus. 13 plus. Wow. You had to drop your, drop your tone down like 13 plus. 13 plus. And you all welcome walkers, runners, people that run intervals, run, walk. I just want to throw that out there for people that um, maybe intro into it. Or there's people that are seasoned like myself. I do a little walk breaks every now and then. Like, ain't nothing wrong mm. with that. So yep. just to let you know, they're welcoming all. So can you tell us, Adrian, about Movers and Pacers, what you all's run schedule is? Sure. I'm actually going to give you a rundown of my entire week. I don't, oh, I don't give it to me, girl. Give it to me. So <laughs> I would like to highlight highlight all of them. So okay. um, as Mike said, Mondays is at Pond City Market 630 with Atlanta Run Club. Tuesdays with um, Social Fitness ATL, Pond City Market with Shannon. Okay. Wednesday is Sprint Night with Movers and Pacers. Um, Thursday is with Lace Up Fitness here on the West Side Beltline. Friday, rest, breathe. Because Saturday, <laughs> you are going to join me at uh, Piedmont Park. And we are going to run the Beltline with Atlanta Run Club. And Sunday, Movers and Pacers. Listen. At, wow. Um, Adrian's running a lot. 2 o'clock Atlantic <laughs> Station. Adrian's Adrian be out here. What? Yeah. No, but. Adrian's but running a lot. That used to That's be me back in the day. That running. used to be me back in the day. I used to be so tired, but it was like so worth it, yeah. though. It was so worth it. The accountability yeah. and just keeping yourself out there and consistent. So yeah. kudos to yeah. you. I love that you mentioned like the run, run, run walk. Yes. Too. Because I think a lot of, not a lot of people, I'm, I would say I'm a decent runner, decently yeah. pretty competitive too. All my runs this week was a run walk. All of them. Can you say that a little bit louder? Because I honestly feel like a lot of people look at pictures and stuff and yeah. they feel like none of the people walk, right? Like, like you whatever. automatically assume that no one walks and then you feel intimidated to come out. So Mike, I, be out here run walking sometimes. I, I run walk. <laughs> I run walk a lot. If I feel tired, I, there's no shame in my game. Yes. I will walk. Yeah, and honestly, y'all, this heat, what? We need to be out here yeah. run walking. Like, it is hot out here. The humidity is really, really high, and you really want to ensure that you are taking care of yourself. If you need to dial, dial down your pace at least 30, 30 seconds to two minutes, pull it back. Make sure that you're hydrating. Don't overexert yourself. You know, none of us are out here, like, getting paid for this. And so we just need to make so sure hot, we get just, it to the next one. You might want to just take a day off because yeah. it's been sweltering out there lately. Yeah, so. take it to the treadmill. Yeah, exactly. Whatever treadmill, you need to do. do. Get your strength training and cross training in like we did. We talked to them about doing strength training and cross training, ensuring that you're getting that in. But also, don't don't try to go up against this heat. So take your time. And I'm sure even when it's not hot out, again, runners and walkers, walkers are still welcome. It's still movement. Something that I say all the time mm -hmm. is movement. That's all we need. We need you to do is just move your body. And we can get you to the point where you're consistently running. But if that's run walk, it's okay. 
It's okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mike and Adrian, for coming up. Thank it's you. very nice uh, to speak with you all, and I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you all soon, and we look forward to seeing you at the Lululemon 10K. Exactly. You, I might be r running behind one of y'all. So running we'll, we'll behind see. one yeah, of them? We'll see. You know what, Tommy? That's so true. I think we got to pay. We got to pick a pacer. Yeah, I don't do typically run one. with the pace group just because it makes it messes with my mind a little bit. I'm like, oh my gosh, like well, I got to keep up. I've never had a pacer on a 10K, so I want to see what it's like. Okay. You know, I've had it on halves. I've had it on a marathon. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I want to see what it's like on a 10K. Yes. So we are super excited. Listen, again, we are out here at the Run Social Atlanta Expo. If you are not here, you are definitely missing out. Of course, we are here doing the live podcast. We have Fit Life Foods out here. We have Right Side Brewing, Atlanta Track Club, Lytle, The Race, of course, which is the, the race that is happening in October. I mean, we got Big Peach Big running Peach. out here. Who else we got out here? We got a REI? lot of people. Did you say REI? We got R I didn't say REI. Thank you. We got REI out here. And we got beer. We got beer. Come on, man. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. You, you bear in the lead. Listen, let me tell y'all something. As soon as we um as soon as we got here, Tommy was like, Can we get a beer? Yeah. Can we you get see, a beer? I, missed. <laughs> I, I was trying to set up and I forgot. But yes. after this is done, yeah, I'm going straight over there. Definitely. But yeah, this is great. I mean, Tess always does it right. Yeah, she Always. does. So, um, Run Social Expo, if you're missing it, I feel sorry for you. Yes, yes, yes. You definitely want to come on up. Uh-oh, see, someone's like, yes, like Fit Life Foods is bringing us a water now. <laughs> she knows that we've been talking for the last couple of minutes. Thank you so much. Okay, snacks oh, and food. You. You, know, like, you. I, you know, I never miss out on that. Thanks. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, listen, That's you want to come tell us? Foods. Come, come really you quickly and tell it. us what uh, Fit Life Foods is. Tell us, tell us all about it. What you got going on over there? Yep. Of course, my throat. She's like, it's oh. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, at uh, Fit Life Foods, um, we offer fresh, never frozen, all chef-inspired foods. Okay. Uh, so there's no additives, preservatives, colors, dyes, any of that kind of stuff in our foods. Um, but yeah, we're just feeding everybody over here today nice. and uh, if you want to try anything we have gluten-free dairy-free low-carb vegetarian options and um yeah, we're just heating them up on the spot so everybody can try it today. So awesome. first, what's your name? My name is Aubrey, and <laughs> hey, I'm the Aubrey. community store leader at our store in Buckhead, okay. nice. which is located uh, next Sorry, Chopped, <laughs> Cava, uh, Hal Steakhouse, okay. like Piedmont and uh, Roswell. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're just having a lot of fun here today. Nice. Now, for our listeners, because this is a podcast, we're going to broadcast it on Thursday, I guess. Mm -hmm. But how can they get in touch with you online if they want to just see what you're all about how would they oh, do yeah. that they can go to eatfitlifefoods.com um if they want to find us on instagram we're just fitlifefoods and um yeah everything there will tell you about like home delivery where we are now delivering to a 50 mile radius from the store which is oh really wow cool. okay so just type in your zip code online and you'll see like oh okay yeah i don't have to go all the way to buckhead i know <laughs> some people who live like inside the perimeter are like uh buckhead's pretty far and right. i totally get it um but people who live outside the perimeter can get our food too which is really nice okay. so you could use fit like so fit life food is more like a at-home service meal would you say meal prep type yes, okay absolutely Listen, so anybody who doesn't that. like to cook, 
Mm-hmm. If you're like, ah, oh, man, I got to go to the grocery store. Then I got to pick out the ingredients. I don't know when I'm going to use these coconut aminos ever again. Right. And uh, I got to cook it. Mm-hmm. Then you got to eat it. Then you got to clean up. And then yeah. you might throw some ingredients away at the end of the week. Like that bag of salad we all know we're going to buy and just toss at the end of the week. <laughs> you're not wasting any ingredients. You're getting back to do all the things that you want to do, like podcasting, yes. running, yes. all those kinds all of things. All the other things. Yes. And all of our meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes or less. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You that just is throw awesome. it in the microwave and you're ready to go. And do you all specialize your, your meal plans for people as far as I know a lot of people get into their macros, which is the protein, the carbs, the fat, all of those things. Oh, yeah. Do you all specialize the actual meal for people individually? Oh, yes. So okay. all of our meals are one serving. You can get small, medium, large, and then we also offer one size, like our breakfast options. Some of our burgers, they only come in one size, um, but our macros are listed on the front. And a lot of people don't know what macros are. It's just the carbs, the fats, the calories, and the proteins. They're all listed on the front of the meal. Um, And you can go and sign up for Project U, which means... It's all, it's all about you, like how you need to do better right. for yourself. If you need to bulk up, if you need to slim down, if you just need to maintain your weight, if you want to be healthier, Project U is for you. And that is where you sit down with a certified wellness coach, and she can tell you all the things that you can't Google about yourself, like your body fat to body mass percentage, how hydrated you are, and how many calories that you're burning at a rest in a 24-hour period, so your, your basal metabolic rate. Um, and she can use our meals to schedule out a meal schedule for you for the week. Mm. And that's where a lot of people need help. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I need help with all three meals of the day. Or I need some snacks involved. Or I only need help with breakfast. Or I'm about to go out of town, and so I don't need meal prep up until, like, Thursday or something like Mm -hmm. that. So Mm -hmm. um, Amy, she is our certified wellness coach. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish she could be with us here today. (laughs) But, um, yeah, if anybody is interested, they can contact Amy at amy.lemieux, which is L-E-M-I-E-U-X, uh, at eatfitlifefoods.com. And she can do an initial session with anybody who's interested in just maintaining, bulking up, slimming down, whatever they want. If they need meal prep done for them, she can make the schedule for them. For awesome. Sure. So that is Fit Life Foods. Fit Life Foods. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you so it. much. Thank you brought us this morning. You too. find yourself right on up here talking <laughs> on the mic. Thank you so much for helping me. Yesterday I was up here and I was like, oh my God, I sound like an idiot. Oh no, you're good. <laughs> you guys made a lot more fun. If you're hungry, definitely come and try our food. We're handing out free samples today until there are no more. So. Awesome. Great, awesome. Great. Well, you know, Thank when we you. get done on this mic, Thomas, up a time, I called you Thomas, Tommy, I might need to go on over there and give me a little, yeah, a little I think something. I, will. I think I will definitely. Um, but it's been great the people we got to talk to today. Yeah, I mean, how often do we? You know, what? Well, number one, anytime Tess has us doing anything, we end up speaking to great people. But yes. um, today was really great talking to the people from Lululemon, talking to the Pacers. Yes. I'm really excited about this 10K. I am super excited about this 10K. And, and to be excited about a 10K that, you know, hey, we love you, Land Track Club. That's not the Peace Tree yeah. in Atlanta. <laughs> yes. that, that's telling you something, that this should be really good. It is. It is. And I I honestly love that it's in October. I don't know about you guys, yeah, but October is not as the, hot. Is not not as hot. The humidity will be a little lower. I mean, the energy and the buzz around this 10K is amazing. I am super excited to participate in it. Um, 
I'll just say for our listeners, y'all going to be hearing about this 10K. So come on and get it. If you're not registered, we're going to be looking out for y'all. We're going to be looking out for y'all. Definitely, for sure, for sure. Now, we are going to take a quick break here on the podcast and come back and chat with you all. But we'll be back with you soon. All right, we are back. Yes, we are. Yes. Listen, we took a little quick, a little breakity, breakity, break, break. Yes, indeedy. And we got the main woman up here. Yes, the woman of the time, the hour, the stage, everything. So, of course, this is Run Social's ATL, Run Social ATL Expo. And Miss Tess, the race director, the everything, the person that's putting on all of this goodness, of course, she has an amazing team behind her, but she is the main source of all of the greatness that's taking place. Hello, Tess. How are you? I am well. So good to be back with you all again. This has become a little bit of a habit. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 listen, Tess, I'm okay with it being a habit. As long as you keep bringing me places with beer. <laughs> you know what? I think he says that every time, up. too. So. Every time. So, like, when I, when I invite you guys, I always lead with, so we're doing this event at Monday night. Yes. <laughs> and then everything after that is yeah. good, right? And, and you, as long as you leave with Monday night, Tommy is always like, I'm down. Let's go. I am down. So let me for figure it, out so. how to get the child care together. We're good. Yes, for sure. It's one of those things that uh, Tommy is like, I am down for whatever is beer. And I'm like, all right, Tommy, well, I'm there. So we're well, here for it. And, and Tess, I want to just start this off. Hot. Oh, look. Hold on, trade it out. <laughs> Oh, she's getting Tess a new. She's out. getting refreshed with the beer. Um, there you go. Uh, the crack. I hope y'all heard it open. This is a mom, people. She, hey, she needs this. Yeah. Um, so Tess, and and the thing is, Tess, with you, I tell people all the time when you talk to Tess, like if you have a ten minute conversation with Tess, Tess gonna come up with like five ideas during that ten minute conversation. <laughs> How did this come about, the wow. Run Social Expo? I mean, like you just said, it's more just an idea. So for the Run Social Expo, first of all, before we even talk about it, I just want to thank every single person in this room, yes. participants, attendees, our exhibitors, you guys. Um, but really it came from just, you know, we've been through a lot in the last two years in the running community. For sure. And I knew that the second half of the year, we were gonna get started, really started the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how can we start off our run social season, not just with the race, but just something to kind of maybe motivate people, get them kind of coming out. We know we got Peachtree coming up next month. So yes. I thought this was like a perfect time to kind of do something to bring multiple as- aspects of our wellness together. Yes. So we've got mental health, we got obviously our physical health, we got our, our nutritional health all represented mm-hmm. in this room. And each one of these exhibitors basically got an invitation and they all said yes, and yes. here we are. Um, and then, you know, the, we knew we were gonna bring the, the social aspect just because of the, the liveliness of the runners coming together. You right. know, Coco Chanel and Dane, you know, just being amazing um, hype people. And then of course, the run duo here, you yeah. know, bringing it all together and, 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 and educating us. So it was just an idea. Um, I talked to Stacy, who is our brand manager. Hey, all, this, all this beautiful, <laughs> you know, branding that you see around here, that's all Stacy. And then of course, Monday night, always got to thank them for allowing us to use this amazing space and this amazing community. Um, and then, of course, we got our, our big race coming up on Monday night. So. Yes. I am really excited about it. I mean, I think the biggest thing of what you just said, Tess, is community. Um, bringing 
all the good things, not everything, because everyone is not here, but a lot of the major players in Atlanta, running community, wellness community, fitness community, is here in the building today. Yeah. Coming together, for those that are that have come and showed up, you're able to get love from gear to clothes to just everything. Like you said, mental health and just also getting your beer like Tommy is sipping on right now. <laughs> but I just think that that's the beauty of it all is community. I think we're stronger together. Yes. That's kind of my thing is that we're stronger together. And of course, on Monday, we have the race that's taking place. Hey, tell us a little bit more about the Monday Nighter that's taking place. So Monday Nighter is so a run social signature event. All right. Yes. We're going to um, take to the hot streets of Atlanta on yes. Monday night from Monday Night Garage and finish at Monday Night Garage. Mm -hmm. So um, this was a race that we always wanted to do when we, we of course, you know, we have our West Side 10, the Monday mm -hmm. Night Brewing West Side 10 that starts and finishes in the West Midtown area. But when we first put that race together, there was no way we're going to be able to shut down like Howell Mill Road, West Marietta on a right. Monday night. Yeah. But when they moved, when they moved in here and had the garage, we were like, you know what? We got the belt line. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we still run a little bit of the course in the neighborhood, but we, we jump on the belt line within the first mile. And, the, you know, the belt line on a Monday night, at least right now, is still, you know, we can take it over a little bit right. without yeah. making too many people mad, no traffic being mm -hmm. impeded. So it was just like we have to do a Monday night race at Monday Night Brewing. So okay. this is actually the fifth year for the event. We have done two um, live events, and then, of course, we had the two um, virtual and hybrid events the last two years. So we've got a lot of folks that this is their fifth time participating in this race and we're excited to keep this race going and growing and hopefully the run social expo will be the kickoff to our year every year yes i think it is a great way to kick off the year now tess tell me a little bit what's the story behind the dinosaur theme that always takes place i'll tell you i did go see jurassic park last <laughs> you sunday get to, you get to go to movies I do go to the movies. People, go, people going to the movies? Exactly. I don't get to I go to the movies. I to the movies. <laughs> anyway, I went to the movies. So tell us, Tess, what is the, the, I guess, where did you get the theme of the dinosaurs? Like, what, where did that come from? So it's been around, around long it's before been Jurassic. It's yeah, yeah, no kicked it off. I take no credit for the dinosaur theme. The uh, founders of the brewery have dinosaur obsessions. Got it. So in, the, in Monday Night Garage, you're going to see little odes to dinosaurs all over the place. I think Monday Night actually has a line of beer that are all like dinosaur-themed beers. Okay. Yes. So when we decided to um, Partner. put together the Monday Nighter, we were like, we got to keep it in, in tradition with, with the garage. So the garage, we had like some tool references and then dinosaur references. We had an artist that created the very first shirt. And I just saw someone walking around with the shirt yes. from the first Represent year. That's first year we, we see you and literally i i the first year we hosted the race i know at least 80 percent of the people signed up just to get the dinosaur shirt yes and then that artist created the next year we did like the dinosaur in space everyone loved that one i think Tommy, yeah, you have that yeah, one yes. yes and then of course we had you know 2020 so yeah. we had our, our uh run uh, social distancing dinosaurs we got the dinosaurs giving air bows. We got the dinosaurs running through the paper top, paper, <laughs> toilet paper finish line. We got the dinosaurs with the claw sanitizer. And then last year, uh, we had our kind of like solo workout dinosaurs. And then this year, we got the dinosaur pirates. So yes. we, as long as y'all keep wearing these crazy shirts, we'll, we'll keep the theme going. <laughs> Listen, yeah, yeah. I the, love the it. Dinosaur in Space is like one of my favorite runs. I love that I, one. I love that shirt. Yep. Yes, I definitely love it. But, you know, I feel like this is an amazing kickoff to what is going to be a just a great 
year of 2022 of racing. Tess, you have your The Race booth over to the left of us. We are super excited about The Race. You know, Tommy and I are always, I feel like every time we have someone on the podcast, we're asking, are you running the race? You are exactly. you running the race? We're asking people. And honestly, I can't even go anywhere without seeing somebody with like a hat or something. Well, on. I was about to say, I ran the... Um, a 10 miler in Washington DC mm -hmm. and I had my advisor on can't tell you how many people are, the race the race yeah. the, I mean yeah. it's huge thank test. you Tommy for representing <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I get text calls emails all the time people are like I saw somebody with the race hat I saw somebody with the race shirt I saw somebody with the race mm -hmm. so I love it I appreciate it that's what the race is all about community recognition um you guys have had um, several folks on the podcast. You know, it's of course Jared, who is our um, record holder, course record holder okay, right now for Jared, the race. Jared, Lulu and Jared, yes, I record holder. When, when you asked Jared what he loved about the race, and he talked about like the community aspect, that's what it's all about. And, yeah. and then Jared did an awesome um, reel for us for Rep the Race Week, and we asked him the question like, "What do you envision?" for the future of the race. And I, I don't know if you guys saw, but his answer, like I almost teared up. He was like, I wanted I to did. see it become like the Black Boston Marathon. I wanted it to be like uh, the large. I did see that. Like, I yeah. love yeah, that. Yeah, I so that's that. what it's all about. Um, but the race, it, it kind of ties in with everything. The, the Lululemon 10K, Lululemon is a huge supporter of the race. Yes, yeah. We're excited for people to come to Atlanta, participate in the race, and then come right back two weeks later, or three weeks later, I think, and participate in Lululemon 10K. I'll be out there mm -hmm. running, participating, pacing. Um, so, like, this all ties together. The Bridge of Light is going to be a, a charitable partner for the race this year. So right. you're going to hear about all these things all coming together, all under one umbrella. Uh, all throughout the year. Yeah. We're a community. Yes. I was just about to say, one umbrella community, bring it all together, and again, we're stronger together. Yes. Well, Tess, I want to ask you, when you started uh, Running Nerds, did Run you envision, I mean, it. all of this, you've been through a pandemic. Wow. You've had a kid. When you put it that way, Tommy. I mean, I know. And did you Are envision? Are you up, Tess? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I mean, because <laughs> I, I sit here and I mean, you know, of course, we can throw in the whole African American thing to female. Yeah, did it's you powerful. envision all of this coming true? Definitely not in the beginning, but you know, we take things one phase at a time. And Tommy, you know this as a parent, you can't. I yeah. can't think year. I can't. I don't have a five year plan. I have a. What am I doing next month? <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, at the top of the year. Um, I have um, meetings with my team. So Stacy and I go through this whole like brand concept for the whole year. Coco Chanel and I get together. We talk about how we're going to present ourselves through social media. Um, our whole team, me and Shanta, talk about logistics for the whole year. Like, so we think about how we want to present ourselves for the year. And we envision these things. And like nothing but to, to, to see it all come it. together it is very humbling to see it all come together and see people actually show up right <laughs> like know? people are here <laughs> people are here um so yeah i mean it, it's very humbling and you know you we do it because people seem to want it as long as people want it and show mm -hmm. up we'll keep doing it right well you yeah. definitely hustle we I, I i i mean if anybody thinks it looks easy trust me test be hustling yeah <laughs> that <Tess> works <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> working so i am really excited we are really excited and we want to say thank you on behalf of the run duo we want to say thank you very much and thank you for always providing us the opportunity to be a part of your um, programs organizations races you are always plugging us in so thank you so very much and you are also a loyal listener of ours yes. Tess would be like 
like, so what you said on that podcast yeah. the other day? <laughs> yeah, and actually, I wanted to tell you guys, I'm um, hopefully to connect with Tommy Runs. Yes. So yeah. Tommy, he did your podcast, and then he did a, an, a run with Charge Running, which yes. you know I used to coach at Charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then they told him that I should meet him. I was like, well, I heard you on the run duo. Yeah, he did me. So I'm going to be on his podcast. So Good. it's all full it's circle, all y'all. Yeah. Tommy DM'd me. He was like, I want to do this for the race. And I was like, well, yeah. you need to connect uh, with. Yeah, I was he like, said, I'm he not said, the I, would, I would love to do a live podcast. And I was like, well, actually, we got a live podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can't. So you can't wait a minute, Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> you can come with us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be trying to bump us out the way. Sorry, boo. Tommy runs. I got it. You know, he's another guy that I feel like is a he. He puts it all in, mm-hmm. you know, he he feels like he wanted to talk about running and he put it together quickly. Yes. You know, I'm, I was mm-hmm. so surprised um, how quickly he put together his community. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, no, but I just want to thank you guys again for just being down for everything. We've got a great year in store. Of course, Monday night is the Monday nighter. Um, I don't know when this is going to air, so it might be after the Monday Nighter. So congrats to all be. those who Thank finished you. the Monday Nighter. Yes, congratulations <laughs> then, to everyone. Um, of course, in August, we've got the ATL Relay 10K, the REI ATL Relay 10K, yes, 20K. I know, I'll be actually I know running you got that. a team. Yes, we might I have get a team. Tommy back out there for the 10K. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to run up, Tommy? Wait, wait, August? No, Tommy no, out. I'll Tommy be, out. You're not going to be doing it. You be a new father. A new father. Hit me up if you need, like, just a little, like, I just need to get away for two hours. Yes. And then, of course, in December, is completing the Run Social Expo. I mean, the Run Social events. We've got the West Side 10. Yes. And we know we'll have y'all back for the yes. West Side 10. We love the West Side 10. Um, so, y'all, second half of the year, let's get it. Yeah, it's busy. We're excited. We're ready. And to continue to show up and show out in the Atlanta running community. Thank awesome. you so much, Tess. Thank you, guys. Cheers, Tommy. Cheers. Let me put oh, my no, water no, no, right here. Is, I got a special cheer. Oh. Cheers to you on the brew. <laughs> Cheers <laughs> to the run duo <laughs> on all the things. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So, again, like Tess said, the, we, this is the kickoff of an amazing year. We are super excited about it. Tommy, this was a good time. Sorry, I was drinking. He was um, <laughs> Yes, this was a great time. I always have a good time doing these. I, I mean, the whole reason we started podcasting was to talk to people. And today sure. we got to talk to some great people. Yes, definitely. And thank you again to Lululemon um, for having us as well and, and partnering with us. The Lululemon 10K race tour is taking place October 22nd here in Atlanta. And then if you are not in Atlanta and you want to take your time over to Houston, that will be taking place November 13th. So thank you, thank you, thank you. A good, again, thank you Run Social ATL for having us. We're super excited about it. Tommy, where can they connect with you? If they don't already, uh, T Mitch sixty eight um, on Instagram and Thomas W Mitchell the number two at Gmail. What's up? All right, and I am India. You can find me at milesfromindia.com, Miles from India on social media, and I of Indigo Runs. Thank you all so very much. We are so happy to be able to connect with y'all, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace. <laughs>